News time on KCIM with News Director Nathan Cones. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Dozens of Carroll and Kemper Catholic High School students competed this past weekend in the Iowa High School Speech Association Individual Events District Contest, and more than 30 entries have advanced to state. Kemper hosted hundreds of competitors from 27 West and Northwest Iowa teams on Saturday, February 24th. Students presented to a panel of judges and must have earned a one or excellent rating to advance to the state competition, which is scheduled for Saturday, March 11th at the Fort Dodge High School. The complete list of Carroll and Kemper students Students qualifying for the Iowa High School Speech Association State Contest is included with this story on our website. Audubon County residents head to the polls a week from today to decide on the future of a proposed fire station in town. The structure currently used by the department was built in 1971, originally as a car dealership, and then the Audubon Fire and Rescue Department moved into the building in 1975. The building has been added to three times since then, but the facility can no longer be expanded due to floodplain issues and existing property lines. According to City Administrator Joe Foran, the station, if approved, will be about 11,700 square feet. I include four bays and allow future expansion. It would have kitchen, meeting room, offices, weight room, locker rooms. The project's proposed design is a phased approach that would allow for future additions and growth. The first phase includes four bays for trucks as well as vehicles to enter. The general obligation bond referendum for uh, $2.8 million will appear on the Tuesday, March 7th special election ballot. Foreign says that this bond would affect taxpayers by about a $3 increase per $1,000 of taxable assessed valuations if approved. He says with the fiscal year 2024 maximum property tax levy already being set, the increase will appear in FY25. won't be in our fiscal 24 budget. It'll be in the fiscal 25 that we'll have to act for it because it, of course, is be to that point of being put in the budget until after we do all our budgeting and everything. So it won't make it in. That vote does need a 60% plus one approval rating to pass. Foreign says early voting is available now at the Ottoman County Courthouse. Individuals can also vote in person at the Agra Hall on the Ottoman County Fairgrounds. Again, that's on Tuesday, March 7th, and polls will be open from 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. So far, the Ottoman Fire and Rescue volunteers have raised $355,000 to help pay for their new uh, station. A recent report from Manning Regional Healthcare Center shows the estimated local economic impact of the rural provider exceeds $11 million per year. According to the Iowa Hospital Association, MRHC created or maintained 160 jobs in 2022 with direct payroll income of over $7 million. When the secondary impact is included, such as the purchase of of goods and services from local businesses, the hospital's effect on the economy climbs to $11.4 million annually. MRHC also provides many intangible benefits, including community education events, public first aid and CPR training seminars, blood drives, vaccination clinics, and much more. CEO Lynn Block notes MRHC supports local organizations as well, including the IKM Manning Education Foundation. West Central Iowa Healthcare Foundation, American Cancer Society, the Little Hawks and Manning Child Care Centers, Kinderfest, Main Street Manning, and many others. Block says, we are grateful to be able to make such an impact on our local communities. It takes all aspects of a community working together to be vibrant and strong. 
And the Des Moines Area Community College Foundation scholarship deadline is fast approaching. In fact, that deadline is tomorrow. The foundation works collaboratively with donors to create access to higher education through scholarships for students attending DMAC. And the foundation ensures the college remains accessible and affordable for students. The sign-up deadline is Wednesday, March 1st. Scholarships are privately funded and awarded based on financial need, academic achievement, community service, and other criteria. Students interested in applying for a DMAC Foundation scholarship can do so through the link included with this story on our website. Selected applicants must plan to enroll in the fall 2023, spring 2024, or summer 2024 semesters. If you have any questions about that process, they can be directed to the DMAC Carroll campus using the contact points included with this story online at 1380kcim.com. And that is going to wrap up your look at news here in the 7 o'clock hour on KCIM. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. And again, I kind of want to preview a story that you're going to be working on from last night's city council meeting uh, about a property owner just outside of town and uh, falling into some uh, planning and zoning rules and regulations. Yeah, this is one of those situations that uh, is just very confusing unless you live in the world of city government and planning and zoning and and nothing against our city council. (laughs) But I think... Even they were a little bit like, why can't we just do this? So uh, just really quickly, uh, basically, the city council has final say on planning and zoning type requests. Well, they control the city limits, right? Anything within city limits, but they also control a two mile radius outside of the city. So this property falls outside of city limits, but within that two mile radius. It sits in agricultural land. They want to build a shop, a welding shop that is primarily used for their own equipment. And then they also want to do some small scale manufacturing. Well, that becomes commercial. And then they need an industrial level zoning, which includes like things like full size factories and like lagoons, that type Mm -hmm. of stuff. And so they can't like specifically say, nah, you can do that and rezone it because then they'd have to rezone any other request similar to that. So all of a sudden we could have a scrapyard like right next to a housing development. That's kind of the, the really quick version of that. I'm hoping to have, a full-on version by eight o'clock here for you, but it's very, very intricate, not intuitive. And uh, it was got a little heated on, on Monday's meeting. Yeah. Because the, the, the people that live outside the city limits cannot vote in the city. They, they can't, they're not taxed by the city, but yet they're kind of controlled by that. It's it's the nuts and bolts of it. Yeah. It's, they're not being taxed, but you know, no rezoning without representation or something. I, I don't quite know. We're going to the founding fathers there. It, it's it's weird. I'll, I'll do the best that yeah. I can come up in 8 o'clock. It's, it's a complicated story. So, yeah, we look forward to hearing that once again in the comments that were made at City Council. Of course, Nathan was uh, tracking all that for us. So we look forward to hearing that coming up next hour here on KCIM. Weather, that is on the way.